You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. That, of course, is Marvin Gaye with Make Me Wanna Holler, one of my favorite tunes and one of my favorite, off of one of my favorite albums, uh, What's Going On, Inner City Blues by Marvin Gaye. Uh, with me now is Don Was, legendary producer and recording artist. Don Was, good to see you, man. How you uh, always doing? good to see you. I'm a little, I'm always a little intimidated when you're on the show. Jeez. You're such a big I'm deal. A, I'm the most harmless guy in, in Detroit. <laughs> I know. Uh, also, this is Andy Lee, host of WDET's Essential Music Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Hi, Stephen. To the studio, thank you. And we have uh, Catherine Grabowski here as well, humanities program coordinator at the Arab. American uh, Museum. Welcome to Detroit today. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. So the reason we're all here is talking about the upcoming anniversary of the uprising of 1967 and the fact that we're reminded that that era produced large and unique movements, both political and social. But one of the movements happened within American art of the time, including music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this weekend, the annual Concert of Colors will celebrate its 25th anniversary in, Mo- in Midtown. And then was All-Star Review tomorrow at 8 p.m. will feature music of rebellion. So Don was, tell me about music of rebellion. What is that? Well, you know, I, I think that wherever, rebellion, it, it takes many forms. It's, it's just generally kind of uh, dissent from the status quo and uh, uh, wherever there's rebellion, there's, there's great music that follows, I think, because music just helps you understand things uh, when conversational language fails. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and take us back to that time, uh, 1967. Talk about the music that was coming out of this period of rebellion wasn't just in Detroit. Uh, there were there were similar uprisings in in cities all over all over the country between '65 and and '69. Uh, what was the music like, or or how did the music I guess change in that period uh, to to reflect that? I I think that there was a, a a lot of courage in music making in the 1960s. I think the whole attitude was different. You know, people were trying to break down barriers, do something new, and there's a lot of passion for social change, yeah. a lot of need for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There is again. I, I'm, I'm expecting some <laughs> great music this year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Anne DeLisi, uh, it's always great to have you here on the Thanks. show. Um, uh, talk about the, the idea of the music of, of, of rebellion out of, out of that period. Well, not just that period, but, you know, this was a time before social media when, you know, people have a voice now. They can go on social media, they can do something viral, and everybody can hear them. At that time, music was, by and large, the way to reach a lot of people with a message. And um, people certainly still do that today. But at that time, the resources to reach a lot of people with your feelings, whichever way they were, uh, music was one of the most powerful ways to do that. And I think it might not even be 1967, but what followed, you know, the music that followed and the, you know, the, the result of everything that happened, especially in Detroit. Yeah. Um, we were still listening to music that was a little bit on the happy side slightly, and then things really changed, and um, music took center stage when people wanted to get that message out. And, and it's been that way for so long, you yeah. know. I mean, we hear it today, as Don mentioned. There's going to be a lot of that kind of music continuing to come yeah. as people are... Um, 
feel passionate about things, and it's a it's an, a powerful way yeah. to say what you want to say. Do you feel like we have that same energy in music today that we did then, or or has it changed a lot over that fifty years? I, I think some artists, mo- you know, most definitely, uh, you know. You listen to Kendrick, you hear stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, you know. It's just what what bubbles through the filters, you know, and gets to people. Yeah. Uh, there's a, it's the attitude of, of people, even people who uh, felt the need for change was quite different in uh, 67. If you, were, if you were around in the 60s and you see what's happening now and how people are so... Uh, accepting of it and blase, mm-hmm. even if they're even if they're angry, it it, it would blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Close my mind. I was there. Yeah. Close my mind. That, right. that, that, that you know, you you would really think that, that there'd be a little more rebellion going on. Today. Right. Yeah. Right. Given what uh, given what people see and what they're what they're putting up with. Yeah, I'm not sure how uh, everyone gets so inured to to what's going on, but. Maybe it requires some courage on the part of musicians to speak out a little more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do see that courage, as you point out, in mm-hmm. in, in artists. I think I feel like hip hop in particular is is really infused with that strain of not just uh, rebellion, but but the the sort of uh, but general sort of protest of as you point out of, yeah. of the status quo. That that hey, there's a different way to see this. There's something you can't see about me and I want to make sure that you do see it you know last time uh, we were talking about songs protest songs Rob Reinhart was on and we discussed that in a lot of ways musicians today are a little more fearful of hurting their career than they might have been in the 60s and so they're a little more protective because everything that you say and do is instantly out there Uh Um, and so people might be a little more cautious they they might certainly be thinking about it but in terms of writing songs about it and getting out there there might be a little bit more cautiousness now than there was then for musicians. Um, back then, they just put it out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Catherine Grabowski, uh, talk about how all this fits into the concert of colors, which is uh, celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. Yeah, so the concert of colors is celebrating its 25th anniversary, um, almost to the day of the beginning of the 67 rebellion. Um, what's interesting about concert of colors is that It was really, uh, it was started by a lot of important movers and shakers in the city of Detroit, including New Detroit, um, which, if you're not familiar with New Detroit, is a multi-ethnic collective of cultural leaders, um, and it was a coming together after the rebellion of 67. After the rebellion, that that was one of the organizations that that started. Exactly. And so um, it was found by many that music was a really effective way of bringing people together and sort of... Um, discussing some of the hard things. And we've been reminded of that in many ways this year during the festival, um, particularly last night at the Arab American National Museum uh, with our annual forum on community culture and race. This year it was really about Detroit since 1967 with some of the local artists and activists who have um, made waves and made change. And so art is really a way to make change. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely is. All right, let's play music and talk about it. <laughs> let's play Ooh. some of the music that uh, we're talking about. Uh, let's start with uh, m- one of my favorite, uh, my 
again, one of my favorite albums of all time, uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Hey, 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 what's happening? Hey, brother, what's up? This is a hey, cool big party, man. Yeah, I brother, like it. Stop, right on. <laughs> Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. Okay, of course, that is Marvin Gaye with What's Going On, the title track on his album, What's Going On. One of the reasons I really love that album and that song is that it marks a real departure for Marvin Gaye. I mean, it, it really puts him in a really uh, different space than he had been before, and it was clear, I think, that there was there were things that were bothering him. There were things that were on his mind that he insisted should be part of his art and I know the story about uh, about Barry Gordy pushing back against that for a while and not not being certain about what effect it would have but in the end Marvin Gaye says I, I have to do this uh, and of course it becomes a, a huge a huge commercial success as well but but I, I often think that that's the way um, uh, the sort of music of rebellion sort of takes root is that uh, somebody's doing something, uh, their art looks one way today, and then all of a sudden it goes off into a, a different direction. Mm. Yeah, well, it took a lot of courage to speak out. You know, uh, it wasn't just a, a change for Marvin Gaye, but it was a change for Motown in general, who had done something really noble, which was to bring people together mm-hmm. <laughs> by like not getting too deep into any issues at all, and, and was quite successful at it, really. I don't mean just financially, but I mean really as far as bringing people together. That's a very big deal. So now to drop that formula and do something that's controversial, uh, well, that was, that was a big step. Yeah. And, uh, and to pull it off. <laughs> and, and have it be something that's still a rallying cry, you know, 50 years later. Yeah, that, yeah. That, uh, well, and I, I also feel like after that album, Marvin Gaye is different too. I mean, he doesn't necessarily continue the the, the message of protest all the time, but, but he gets into things that, uh, that he wasn't doing before, and he gets into spaces uh, that were much more, I guess, intimate, it feels like, and, and personal, Anne. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, so in 1967, that album came out in 71, 72, I think it was. And so it changed everything. I mean, he wrote an entire album about his divorce. I yeah, mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was very personal. Yes. So, yeah. Right. He wanted- Did you know that Let's Get It On was actually, it was meant to be a follow-up to the song What's Going On. And was, if you listen to it as a political song, really? that's how it, it was written. Really? Uh, yeah, but... Uh, uh, 
I did not, not know that. But a great looking girl walked into the studio <laughs> and Marvin started. <laughs> I swear, this is true. That was another thing he was <laughs> quite known for, right? All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about songs of, Rebe- of rebellion. We also want to hear from you. What are your some of your favorite songs of protest or rebellion? What are the songs that you remember shaping that time? The late 1960s here in Detroit. 313-577-1019. We'll be right back on Detroit Today. Violence flaring. bullets loading. They're old enough to kill. We're not for voting. Say you don't believe in war. So what's that gun you're toting? You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. That is the song Eve of Destruction. I'm talking with Don Was, legendary producer and recording artist, uh, and Lisi, host of WDET's Essential Music on Saturdays and Sundays at 11, is here as well, as well as Catherine Grabrowski, who is uh, Humanities Program Coordinator at the Arab American Museum, co-coordinator of the Concert of Colors, Concert of Colors, coming up, celebrating its 25th anniversary here in Midtown Detroit. And the Don Was All-Star Review tomorrow at 8 p.m. will feature music of rebellion uh, talk about uh, uh, the 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 concert of colors let's just remind people how they can participate in that Catherine certainly um, so the concert of colors as it's always been over the past 25 years is a completely free music festival um, encompassing mainly midtown Detroit uh, we're at venues all over midtown including the Detroit Institute of Arts the Detroit Symphony Orchestra Hall or also known as the Max M Fisher Music Center Um, The DIA is coming together with the Charles H. Wright Museum and the Michigan Science Center tonight, actually, uh, to do an outdoor stage for the first time uh, with various artists and spoken word artists. And the Detroit Historical Museum will also be open for an after party tonight uh, with a free admission to the 67 Perspectives exhibit, as well as a DJ and snacks and drinks. So it's going to be a great time. It's yeah. going to be a great weekend. It's always it's always a really great event. I mean, just the diversity of, of acts that, uh, that they bring together is always sort of mind-blowing. So uh, if you want to participate in the Concert of Colors, you have many opportunities to do that, and it is all free. You can uh, go to concertofcolors.com. Yes. Everything uh, is there. It's a very comprehensive schedule. Bring your kids the, yeah. to this stuff. <laughs> Why do I bring to, your kids? What do I do with the kids? Bring them to the Concert of Colors. <laughs> Let's go to the phones here. Watts in Clinton Township. Welcome to Detroit Today. Hi. Um, yeah. Wow, great topic. Um, so anyway, the granddaddy is probably uh, Woody Guthrie and Pete Seeger and then Bob Dylan and Barry McGuire's Eve of Destruction and uh, on and on and on. So many good you know, good songs. Sure. And PBS had a special about a few years ago about protest songs. It was excellent. And uh, Bob Seeger's Two Plus Two equals. Hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's a good that's song. That's a great yeah. song. Uh, Don, you wanted to play Eve of Destruction. Talk about what that song says to you. Well, just when I was a teenager and that came out, uh, that one blew my mind because that was really uh, up front. <laughs> right? I thought, you can, you can. It's pretty dark. Uh, yeah, <laughs> lyrics, yeah. Right? It, it's really dark, but that was that was the vibe and, and always, you know, so, 
it's a warning. Let's put it that way. It wasn't necessarily a prediction. Right. <laughs> but it's a great song, P.F. Sloan. We just played right. during the break. We paid, played P.F. Sloan's version. He, yeah. He's the guy who wrote it. I, I love that, that version. Yeah. Uh, Harold in Midtown, welcome to Detroit today. Well, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, mine would be Edwin Star War. Yeah. Edwin Star War. We actually have that. We can listen to a little bit of it here. All right. Thank you. Edwin Starr's War. We are talking about songs of protest here on WDET Detroit Today with uh, Don Was, legendary recording artist and producer, and Delisi, host of WDET's Essential Music, and Catherine Grabowski, who is Humanities Program Coordinator at the Arab American Museum and co-coordinator of Concert of Colors. Let's go to Gene in Madison Heights. Gene, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I just wanted to mention the Jimi Hendrix album, Electric Ladyland. Yeah, yeah. What what what's your memory of that of of that? Uh, well, I'm only <laughs> only 51 years old, so <laughs> I don't have a lot of memory of that era. But just the music <laughs> and that album, I think, should change his music more than anybody in that era. Soon. I mean, that's, a, that's sort of an interesting dynamic, uh, Gene, the idea that you weren't necessarily even old enough to, to remember that era, but, but that it still means something to you, but that the music from there uh, really still shapes uh, your sensibilities today. Uh, absolutely. I grew up with a lot of that music, so... I, I was there, and I don't remember much of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. That's for other reasons. <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> That's about something else, right? <laughs> Gene, thanks very much. Uh, thanks very much for the for the call. Uh, w- another track I would uh, love us to play is uh, "The Message" by Grandmaster Flash, and mm. and and then talk really quickly about that era. Uh, let's take a listen. That is at least the opening strain of uh, the message by Grandmaster really Flash. Going, right? It does. That's got me riled up. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> what Let's I love about that, though, it's such a great, it's such a great track. It's uh, a great track. Yeah. And, you know, once the lyrics actually start, uh, of course, <laughs> well, it's watch out. far more, it's far more rebellious i guess than than that but but it's the melding of those two that that i that i really liked and and really uh spoke to me when i was uh, a young kid here in detroit this idea that that rap and music went together this was one of the first tracks that i felt like did that in in that genius way yeah my yeah might be the first yeah yeah hip-hop movement you know and it's a real 
It's, a, it's not dissimilar to Eva Destruction. It's, it's like a jungle sometimes. It's a personal statement about right. feeling like you're going under right. and the implication is Don't we got to do something. Don't push me I'm standing <laughs> close to the edge, right? That's right. All right. Uh, Don Was, Andalisi, and uh, Catherine Grabowski, both, uh, all three of you, thanks for being here. Yeah, right thanks, today. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much. Good to see you, Colors. All right. That's going to do it for me today. I will be back on Monday. Hope you will, too. This is Las Cafeteras uh, performing at the Concert of Colors this weekend. So take some time and go out and participate in all the fun. See you guys on Monday. En el 5 de mayo con el grito de gallo, black, white, and brown, bleeding together. <laughs>